0: Welcome to Season 5 of the Shock Your Potential Podcast with your host, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Sherlock. The Shock Your Potential Podcast is dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to up their game, increase their income, and scale their businesses to new heights. Shock Your Potential is a professional services company providing affordable services to small businesses, matching entrepreneurs with virtual assistants, and offering specialized leadership and sales training to companies around the world. Learn more today at shockyourpotential.com and listen in now to another motivating episode that will help you to shock your potential.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. This month, we are flashing back to some of my favorite episodes and talking about how each one of these guests allowed me to hit fast forward. Might've been in my personal life or one of my two companies, either Shock Your Potential or Kukwa Biz or both and uh, it's been a fun reflection time as well as an opportunity to remember why people make such a great impact and taking a little uh, side trip to say impact is also when you love something and you rate it yes we know ratings are so important and i'm trying very hard to make sure i'm giving some special shout outs for you know those people who show us a little love and so today for our iTunes review for the shock your potential podcast i want to thank thomas j that gave Gave us not only a lovely little shout out and a five-star rating. Now, in the spirit of full disclosure, I actually know who Thomas J is. <laughs> I know him to be Tom Kelly of The Tom Kelly Show. He's been the audience warm-up talent for shows like Good Morning America, The View, Tamron Hall, quite a few more, actually. And he, without me even asking, and well before I even interviewed him for my podcast, wrote this very nice review that said this i met michael at good morning america and every time i meet her i learn something new now i did think he was sucking up i gotta be honest with that (laughs) but he is an incredible guy who's really pivoted his career uh when the pandemic shut down things like oh you know in-person television shows or in-person comedy shows he is a great comedian he's got an incredibly sly sense of humor he has a tendency not to wear socks sometimes. I don't know. We'll have to discuss that later. But I want you to make sure to check him out at TomKellyshow.com. And you'll find all of his social media links. So as a thank you for him to shout out to me, I'll give him a little shout out as well. But for today, I want to flashback to my interview with Margie Feldhun with Interview Connections. And I'll tell you what, she is a super cute, cool human being. <laughs> and even though we've never met in person, actually, because you know Zoom only gets you so far, every time I feel like I'm within her, you know, aura. Just even reading her Facebook posts, I am totally energized by her. Now, uh, after I introduce her in this first clip. She tells the story of transitioning from a $15 an hour contract employee with interview connections to becoming 50% co-owner in what is now a multi seven figure business. Now, her story is absolutely inspiring and it'll frankly kick you in the pants if you, you know are looking to uh, up your game in some ways. <laughs> and when she talks about acting like an owner... She made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. I mean, this is what every business owner wants to feel from their employees. They want to feel like their employees really actually care about what happens to the business, not just what happens to them in their career. So listen in. So joining me today is Margie Feldhund. The list of things she does is really fun. So first of all, she's co-owner of Interview Connections, the first and leading podcast booking agency. And I've gotten some great guests from her and her company, which is fantastic. Uh, She and her partner uh, lead an all-in-house staff of about 13 people in Rhode Island, which is one of three states I have still, the, they're my three remaining states, Rhode Island, Mississippi, and uh, in Maine. So got to get back up, got to get up there. Because apparently uh, my husband tells me that if you uh, stop on uh, the Amtrak in Rhode Island, but don't get off on the platform, it doesn't count as being in the state. Anyway, that's regardless. <laughs> and Margie has a great history of working with this organization, starting out as a contractor and then moving up, which, you know, we talk about potential and every time you go into a situation you have the chance to shock your own potentials so i can't wait to learn a little bit more about that and if you're watching on our video version she has an amazing painting behind her because she's really active in animal rescue organizes a yearly fundraiser called art for animals and strangely enough she's got a beautiful picture of a pit bull behind her paint her a pit bull behind her and she says when she's not busy rescuing pets in need you can find her listening to true crime podcasts or strolling around Providence. So uh, true crime means that she knows how to follow a mystery. So first of all, Margie, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) You have a little bit of everything. You're like a renaissance woman. I can't (laughs) wait. So I, I like to just give a couple highlights from the bio, things that I think really stand out to me, but I like you to be able to tell your own story. So tell us a little bit about you, your business and how you guys help shock people's potential.
2: Yes, absolutely. So I have sort of a unique business owner story because I did not found the business. My partner Jessica founded the business in 2013, kind of as a VA, you know, a sole VA. And then it grew into niching down to podcast guesting. And then the team grew. And then I came on as a contractor in 2016. And then through an interesting turn of events, I ended up moving back to Rhode Island, which put me in a position to become the first employee in 2017. And that's when we changed the model and started building kind of interview connections as it is now with employees. So we started hiring in-house employees and um, letting our contractors go. And then I became the 50% co-owner at the beginning of 2018. So it was a very fast (laughs) progression. Yeah.
1: You must have proven your worth pretty quickly.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It definitely, you know, it was about having the, you know, courage to, (laughs) go to my first one-year review as an employee and ask for 50% equity. But obviously a lot happened before that, where I was really acting as an owner. Even before I was an owner, I was really all in on the business. I mean, I was like eating and sleeping this business. And now I know as an owner, what that means to have a leader in your business like that and how powerful it was. So because I was so all in and so loyal to Just into the business, it made it more of a reasonable ask, although still a pretty ballsy
1: ask. <laughs> It is, but it's great. Um, And what I love about what you said, I take notes throughout, is that you were acting like an owner before you became an owner. And that's one of the common themes that I talk about whenever I'm training on leadership and professional development is that sense of, if you're a leader and your team doesn't feel that sense of ownership, then there's a there's a disconnect there, and if you're an employee and you don't feel that sense of ownership, there's a disconnect. So you know how we bridge those those gaps is really really important to build strong businesses. And now more than ever, in fact, you know when I've been I was doing a lot of media in the spring about you know okay when the world starts turning again, how do you get back in to get a job if you've been laid off? And my common uh, piece of advice was don't go back in saying I need this job. Go back saying I know your business is struggling. Struggling. Here's how I'm going to help your business. This is how we are going to bring customers back in. This is how we are going to make them feel comfortable. And that level of ownership is what can definitely make the difference between choosing one employee over another, choosing a business over another, choosing a place to work over another is, you know, that's so vital. I'm really impressed that not only you, you did it, but that that was the way you went into it.
2: Yeah. And that's such good advice you're giving. I think people even if they want to be an employee at a business not a business owner listening to podcasts and learning about how businesses work because you'll hear very quickly that all business owners really want the same couple of things and if you can have a working knowledge of that then you're prepared like you said to come in and say hey i know you're you know concerned about customer retention and you know you know growing your profit and this and this and this i have this experience that i can apply to
1: that and take that
2: on in the business and that is like a dream come true for any owner.
1: In this clip, we talk about interview connections and why it's important to be a leader, to get your voice heard now, no matter what else may be happening. And we did tape this episode originally near the end of the first year of the pandemic when we thought it might be actually over. So when we talk about, you know, trying to make sure you're heard no matter else, whatever else is happening or not happening, it's pretty important. Tell me a little bit about, you know, with what you do in this process, you help people get on podcasts like mine, you know, what does that do for their businesses? How does that shock their potential? That's such a good
2: question. So
1: one of the biggest
2: things that our clients get is consistent visibility and thought leadership. And especially now in 2020, and as we're getting ready for 2021, the time to lead is now. It's don't wait another year because you're nervous or you don't know what's happening. People are so hungry for leadership right now. Getting your voice out there on podcasts and being a leader for your target audience and even your peers in your industry is so impactful right now. And I think it's so important that people start getting out there now and start establishing that baseline for 2021 and beyond for their thought leadership and visibility.
1: So true, and I love how you wrote uh, you said you know be there not only for your target audience but for your peers and yes. that is that is uh, that's really important because not only can you maybe share some great ideas or motivate somebody else, but you know you you get this sense of embrace and building a, you know a con building a following behind a whole movement. so if you teach leadership, then the more that are in that and the more they want to follow it the bu- bigger you build it so you build you build a bigger boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's take a quick break right now to hear from our sponsor for the month. And if this is piquing your interest and maybe you're looking to gain more television attention and interviews, the sponsor this month might be just what you're looking for. Listen in. Are you an expert looking to book more media interviews? Maybe you're a media producer, reporter, or anchor looking for dynamic and reputable guests. We have the solution for you. Shock Your Media Potential is launching March 2022, and it will be the go-to guest booking resource for news outlets around the world. As an expert, we'll build your unique promotional page in our global database and provide valuable resources to help you expand your media connections and opportunities. As a member of the news profession, we will connect you with vetted, reputable guests who are experienced, camera and mic ready, and who will engage your audiences and build your followers. Learn more about how to be a part of the initial launch by reaching out to us today at info at Together, we will shock your media potential. When Margie and I originally spoke, we were all trying to leave 2020 behind We were hopefully going to have a lot of amazing new opportunities in 2021. Uh, That didn't pan out for everyone, unfortunately. But when I asked her what her top tips were for leaving the challenges behind to move forward, she had an answer that blew me away, especially when she talked about showing up powerfully, no matter what.
2: I think my biggest tip would be a reframe of what's really important because your biggest asset, whether you're an entrepreneur or an employee, is yourself, your own development. And unfortunately, nothing is better for development than everything falling apart. And I had the worst (laughs) year of my life in 2015. My life totally fell apart. And then I really did spend the rest of, you know, it was my dad died by suicide in January, 2015. We were incredibly close. I was living in Asia at the time. It was a huge mess. I had to do an international move. I was trying to arrange Uh the funeral with my mom. It was an absolute nightmare. And then he was a hoarder. So I had this gigantic six month project of cleaning my parents' house and getting everything in order. Uh And it was, I mean, it was a nightmare, but that experience of having to show up powerfully that way and figure that out was really the the definitive beginning of my career as an entrepreneur, even though I didn't have a business for a long time. And that everything fell apart in 2015. And you really are just... Sprinting to survive. Like you're just going, going, going. And then 2016 was when it started to really hit me. And I saw more of a breakdown of like relationships that hadn't been serving me started to fall apart in 2016. I started to realize I didn't want to be an employee. I didn't like this. And that wasn't fun. Like 2016 wasn't fun, but all this stuff was falling away. And then I got to this climb of 2017. I became an employee because I had to move because my relationship fell apart in another state (laughs) and it seemed like a bad thing. But, and even 2017, I mean, it was tough. I was in, you know, like intense therapy with an incredible, and I am so into therapy for personal development. If you have any trauma, clean it up with a professional, not your friends. They don't need that. (laughs) Um, But that, I mean, that was huge. So I had this year of like intense therapy and personal development and getting the trauma complete of not just my dad's death, but that brought up all the trauma from my childhood and growing up in a house with parents who had mental illness and, and all this stuff that I then got complete. And I was able to show up so powerfully in the business that it made giving me 50% equity for no buy-in, a a really smart move. And Jess is a really smart entrepreneur. And so she did it, even though people were like, are you crazy?
1: (laughs) Margie's words and stories touched me. Her vulnerability and honesty, well, they're beautiful. And also really appropriate to the concept of cleaning out baggage, especially in turbulent times. It's a really great time, especially when things are crazy and all over the place and maybe a little uncertain or maybe very traumatic to ask ourselves, are we taking the necessary change right now that we need to sometimes into a new year, new opportunity, or maybe just a new perspective? Um, I don't even, I can't even tell you how many just incredible pearls you shared there, (laughs) You know, I love how you said, reframe what's really important and that this is a good time to do that. We've all had more time where all the other distractions are gone. Um, You know, now there's different distractions depending on where you are. (laughs) Thank God I don't have little kids running around in the house. Um, So I don't have that distraction. But, you know, for me, the distraction of traveling, the distraction of even, you know, I was so focused before COVID, 95% of my business income came from me getting on an airplane to go speak around the world. And all of a sudden there were no airplanes flying. And if there were, there was nobody to listen to me speak. And so it really became crystal clear, not that I wanted it that way about what was important, what was important in my business, what was important, everything else and it. And that you're right, it it fell away. But I also like a couple other things you said, nothing's better for developing yourself than having everything fall apart (laughs) because you're forced to you don't have to deal with it. Some people don't deal with it, but your choice of dealing with it and dealing with it deep saying, okay, if I'm going to go in, I'm cleaning everything literally out of the house and figuratively out of my psyche, um, that that kind of house cleaning, this is a good opportunity in this month to really just say, all right, going to put it all aside because the moment that calendar flips over on day one of 2021, no matter what happens, I can at least say that I put some of this stuff to bed.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Cleaning house and growing as a person, get a therapist, get whatever you need for that personal development to keep looking inside at that stuff that maybe you don't want to look at and really dealing with it and facing it.
1: Well, and you know, um, I'm a big proponent as well. I have, uh, I've worked with a counselor m- many, many, many times in my life. Um, and I agree with your statement. Don't make your friends, your therapists <laughs> <laughs> or your family. It's horrible. Don't do it to them. They're not trained for it and they don't want it. <laughs> yeah. And you don't need that baggage between you either. Um, but you know what's really interesting too, and thank you for sharing you know, a little bit about your, your family and mental illness. Um, I suffer from depression. I, I hate to say suffer from it because I don't really suffer from it anymore. And I hate to use that term it's negative, mm-hmm. but I, have, I, have, I realized uh, finally in my 20s that I had uh, depression. And so I, I monitor it very closely. I, there's certain things that I do to watch it, to manage it, mm-hmm. to, it's from diet to exercise, all those things. But this is a year where people who have had a lot of things like that under control... Um, they are resurging, you know i have not slept as well you know there 's even though i 'm not you know fixated on catching you know covid it 's always in the back of your your mind there 's all these different things that are playing at us, and if they 're not always at the height of our awareness they are they 're bouncing around in our noggins somewhere, and this is a great time for anyone if they 've ever seen a therapist to consider you know, just checking in, having mental health check-in, which I talk about a lot, or if you never have that, it's something to pursue because now there's even fewer boundaries by doing it. I think it's nice to do it in person. I prefer that, but, you know, to have virtual appointments where maybe you don't even have to feel concerned about walking into a place, you know, there are people just to, to talk to and help, you know, help clear some of that clutter away as well.
2: Yeah, I love that you said that. Thank you so much for sharing about your depression. I also, you know, I I mean, I consider myself someone who has depression and anxiety. But like you said, it's not a problem because I figured out and a lot of it is, like lifestyle, diet and exercise, getting enough sleep. But like I figured out how to optimize things and I know my limits. Like if I didn't get enough sleep and I'm really starting to feel negative, I move all the stuff that I have to do that I can move to the next day. And I just like call it because I know that it's not effective to grind it out if my mentally I'm not in the right place. But I love that you shared that. And I, I hope that more people will share stuff like that so people understand that they're not alone because it's so common.
1: When Margie decided that she wanted more from her position and made the incredible ask to become 50% owner in Interview Connections, she didn't approach this lightly. And I'll tell you what, she made all the right moves. When you decided to walk in at your one year review and say, I'd like to be 50% owner in that company, how long did you think about that, prepare that. How did you get yourself prepared for that? Because I'm always trying to to, um, help. I do a lot of coaching with people about, you know, when and how to negotiate a new position or a raise. And um, so I have some little tips that I always give people, but I'm curious about, you know, what you did in the process because it's, I'm very, very impressed with it.
2: Cool. Yeah. I I love negotiation. I do not like know the steps like you do. I'm not a pro. I kind of wing it. Um, But I would say the biggest thing and the biggest tip I would have for people is that when I walked into that review to make that ask, this was not news to Jess. Mm Because I was talking about what I wanted. I wanted to be a business owner. I was talking about it. We were talking about starting another business together and then realized that it didn't really make sense. And I, every time there was an opportunity to bring it up, I was like, hey, I want this. I want to be a business owner. I want to be in it together. And when I asked for 50% equity, I knew that Jess was on board, but her husband needed to be part of the decision. And so they came with an offer that was less than 50%. And the other thing that made it easy was I wasn't like trying to get as much as I could get. Like I didn't have a secret number. I was going for 50% or nothing. And I like to be really Authentic in negotiations. Like, I don't play games. Like, I give my only offer outright and I don't make it an ultimatum. I wasn't like, I'm going to leave. I was, I'm going to stay with the business. But she knew that someone who wants to be an entrepreneur is going to start a business at some point. So she knew that to keep me really long-term, I would probably need some type of ownership, but I would never say like, I'm walking if you don't give me this because that wasn't true. I would have absolutely stayed and worked just as hard without ownership and then started a business eventually.
1: Right, exactly. No, I think that's, it's brilliant. Um, all those things are are what I counsel people as well as it should never be like a bomb that's dropped. Yeah. You know, <laughs> And if it's as little as, you know, hey, uh, an email first that says, um, I can't wait to see us in our review next week. Just so you know, there's a couple things that I will want to be discussing to prepare you. Um, You know, it's X, Y, and Z. I'd like to discuss, you know, a raise. I'd like to discuss, you know, different benefits, whatever. And you don't have to give your whole hand there, but you are prepping to say, I'm going to come with an ask. And that shows great respect for your leader because you're not trying to surprise them. Um, mm-hmm. It also requires you and forces you to be thoughtful in what you want and what you're looking for. I always tell people, you know, make sure you know what's a non-negotiable for you, what's really, really important, what's something you really want, but you can live without. And what are the gratis things that, you know, if that came along, that'd be wonderful. And, um, you know, and how you, you post those. But the other thing is too, is if you come in making, this is my line in the sand, then you're not, in, you're not being authentic anyway. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah. You know, wh- why would anybody say? Why would anybody listen to that? And sometimes businesses will do that because they'll want to keep somebody for a while. But anytime somebody came to me to make a demand when they were working for me, my next thought was. Uh, how long do I need to keep them to retain whatever information before I let them go? Because I don't, I'm not going to be held hostage by anybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolute same. If someone does something like that, even if I keep them for a while, I'm, I'm no longer considering them one of my A players because I know they're not all in if they're going to do that. The, the other thing is... Um, what you said, what we talked about earlier of like employees going into businesses and being like, I can do this. Another thing is because I had high integrity and because I set goals and I achieved them and just saw that while well, I was like, I'm going to make this happen. Like we're going to do this and I would implement it and we would do it. So another thing I was talking about was the business was at probably $400,000 in annual revenue at the end of 2017. And I was like, we can get to seven figures. I can get us to seven figures. And and I'm writing down numbers. I can take your take-home income triple what it is right now in one year. I'm hundred percent sure. And here's how we can do it. And I showed her the breakdown of the numbers. Cause I love numbers. I love like, I'm, I'm not, I don't do like advanced math at all, but I love simple numbers because you can put stuff in reality of like, that's this many sales, like that's a doable goal. And so because I had that as well, she knew that it would be an investment to give me equity.
1: Absolutely. I love it. And the, you know, it's funny, my last guest was, we were just talking about numbers and about how important they are and how the language of business is math. And I'm glad that somebody else does my math for me most of the time.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I, I love numbers because they give you so much clarity and it, we were, we do launches and they're awesome. And we have a coach who we work with on the launches cuz this is her expertise Kelly wrote she's incredible she invented the live launch method and we love it and we had been you know successful over the past almost year with our launches and getting coaching from Kelly but we weren't quite getting to the bottom like i knew there was one piece that if it clicked in we would just skyrocket these launches and i realized that we were talking to her about how they were going so what she was hearing was our story about the mm. data so I yeah. realized she needs to see the numbers. So I set up a, a spreadsheet with all the launch numbers side by side for each launch. And immediately she looked at those and was like, oh, it's this easiest fix ever. But we mm. never would have seen it. it was a blind spot for her and she or for us. And for her, if she was just hearing what we were telling her was going well, she wasn't actually seeing objectively what was going on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's, yeah, it's, it's all about, you know, continuing to look and to uncover and say, and asking why, 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 why as many times as you can. Finally, we get to the most critical connection points for Margie and also her last words of wisdom. So many great uh, points for you. So we're, um, we're nearing the end. I know we'll have all your contact information on the show notes, but in case somebody just can't wait and they have to, you know, dial you up right now, what's the best way for them to find you?
2: Um, Well, our website is interviewconnections.com. But if you're on Facebook, the best way to connect with us and be in our community is our um, free Facebook group, the Guest Expert Profit Lab, which is at interviewconnections.com slash group. And it's a very valuable resource. If you're a business owner and you want to learn how to implement podcast guesting for your visibility and as a revenue stream, or you're already doing it, but you want to get more strategic about monetization, we have free masterclasses and trainings. And there's an ongoing conversation too. So you can ask me and Jess and our team questions kind of as you're going.
1: Wonderful. Sounds great. We will have that. So before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers?
2: I think just, just stick with it. Like the climb from 2020, it, it may take a couple years to fully do it, but just seeing that the stuff that's falling away right now, even if it's not, even if it's not stuff you wanted to let go of is probably clearing the way for you to build something bigger that is really what you actually want. Mm,
1: I agree. Very, very, very wise. Margie, thank you so much for being a guest with me today. It has been an absolute pleasure to pick your brain and learn from you. Thank you so much, Michael. One last note. We've been honored at Shock Your Potential to have many podcast booking agencies send us amazing guests over the past few years, but no one single company has sent us anything remotely close to what Interview Connections has. They've sent us numerous guests without a doubt, but this is the critical point. Each one has been phenomenal. Their clients, as our guests, have allowed us to continue to shock our own potential. And we are grateful for this continuing wonderful relationship. Thank you for listening in today.
0: Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best selling books. Tell me more how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.